The San Francisco 49ers preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports has given away $14 million this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest prices guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner and picks Ryan, real money Craver. What's happening, Crave? Dog. Will I be Brock Hard, or <laughs> am I suffering for, from some low T <laughs> in the bag? That's the I, we we needed the music for. We that need one. a Brocktile uh, uh, dysfunction uh, situation Ooh, there. Oh, that's almost like a. It sounds like reptile, but you're talking about boners. Yes, exactly. Brocktile dysfunction. He, he does have a noodle arm. <laughs> well, that that's going to be uh, we we didn't get to see Brock Purdy play in the preseason. Uh, we did see uh, apparently he was struggling in joint practices. We we can talk about that. So much to get to. Uh, first off, uh, just got back from the fantasy football expo. So shout out to all the uh, listeners. Uh, we got to meet there. New listeners just checking out the show for the first time. What's up? Also, uh, I did write this down. Shout out to a listener who goes by the name of Jimmy Carter. Uh, he, like the president, I I think so. Yeah, okay. his. Uh, I think I was talking to his uh, girlfriend who came up to me and was like, "I got to get a picture oh, for whoa, whoa. for my boyfriend. Oh. He's a huge fan." And then she sent the photo to him, and it was great. He responded something to like, "I just creamed my jeans. That's oh, so wow. awesome." So, shout out to you, Jimmy. Uh, I assume you're listening if you're if you're that big of a massive fan. Sounds very intimate. It was uh, very, very intimate, but we're here plugging away 22 uh, or no. How many, how many NFL previews down Ryan? Uh, well, we have six left. Okay. This so is, even like, more than 22. Yeah. Th- well, this is 27. So we've done 26. We've got six to go. We'll call it the last furlong, mm. not a mile, a furlong. No, not quite a mile. And we're going to be talking about the San Francisco 49ers, a, a, a team that's been hot and cold. Obviously we'll get into all of it. The, the big question of course is the uh, quarterback situation before we hop in shout out to new sponsor game time. That's right. Game time is your place to go grab some tickets last minute. You want guaranteed lowest prices. Game time has you covered. Oh man. Uh, I've been going to a bunch of Eagles games every time they're on the West coast. Went to a couple of Eagles, Rams, Eagles, Chargers, even Eagles, Eagles, Raiders. I'm gonna be going to the Eagles, uh, Eagles, Rams in L.A. coming up in SoFi here. Uh, only a couple months. It's crazy. The season's right upon us, and of course, I'm gonna be heading to Game Time because I'm the guy who has to get the tickets for the group, and it's always last minute because everyone goes, "Oh yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get a sitter to go to the game." 
you know how it is. And then you go last minute, you're like, oh, I'm gonna. So, sounds strangely personal. Uh, I'm gonna get totally boned, but not with Game Time. They save you time. They save you money. Very easy to set up. Again, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Oh, and Sean almost yeah, blew out my uh, voice. That's well, how I excited gonna, I, was I was about Game Time. I was gonna fill in for you because I think there was a whole bunch of Niner fans. Let's be topical. Using Game Time. Oh, to they took over. Buy tickets in Las Vegas. Yes. Oh, for the uh, for the preseason game. Yeah. Did, did you see that? I mean, did you see the pictures? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> there, I mean, yeah, Josh is showing it on the screen. YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast. But I, I mean, oftentimes you do see the Niners travel well, Steelers travel. Yeah. But this, there's no Raiders fans to be seen. No. I mean, it's a preseason game. I thought Raiders fans would show up again. That was their time to shine. Dominated. Covered uh -huh. that uh, ATS and on the money line. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, get that account. Use that promo code SGPN. Twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, Kramer, let's go. I mean, we uh, perfect transition from that preseason game. Our hero, Trey Lance. Oh, Trey. He did throw a touchdown pass, but it was the only touchdown pass that even Trey Lance stands were like, wow, that looked horrible. He threw right into double coverage, oh. bounced off the defender's hands, and then uh, Ross Dwelly, who just great nose for the ball, Ross Dwelly, ends up. First touchdown, him. God. We, we've been there before. Oh, with I, Ross. I, I, I could be dabbling with some uh, dwelly. Uh, I mean, th this is the kind of thing where, uh, you know, every single Trey Lance fan is a process over outcome guy. Yeah. Until, until this weekend happened, <laughs> I feel like, and I don't worry. I was, I was chirping at the uh, 49ers fans uh -oh. once, once Trey, what was do you struggling. mean? He took, he took four sacks. I, they haven't, the they have, they, they left my mention, Sean, mm. ever since uh Sam Darnold has shown to be the best quarterback this preseason. No one's been in the mentions. Well, we'll see. No I, Brock I Purdy. I, I'm I'm curious on Katie's take, but no Brock Purdy stands have been coming back at me. Trey Lance telling uh, me about Tommy John surgery and their expertise <laughs> of the elbow ligaments. Uh, Trey Lance just held on to the ball an incredibly, incredibly long amount of time. Almost like he didn't play a lot of football. Yeah, you know the people that keep giving him say, "Give him time, give him time." Do you know there was one player? I learned this. Uh, I think we were just randomly watching NFL Network. There's one player in NFL history who came into the NFL with fewer passes attempted than Trey Lance. Who's that? Michael Vick. Really? Didn't slow him down. <laughs> and he got put in a shitty ass West well, Coast I, I, offense I, that held him I, back. I keep bringing up that stat of Tom Brady threw more passes last year than Trey Lance, high school, college, and pro combined. Uh, which is crazy. And again, coming to this, to that narrative, the combination of Purdy Lance and Darnold are favored in 15 out of the 17 games of the regular season. Like we're talking week one road favorite Brock Purdy coming off a crazy uh, Tommy John like surgery. I, I'm just skeptical. And again, you look at their draft. Uh, bring up the key additions, key losses, because I I I just don't know what they're doing with their draft and 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 what they're trying to acquire. They do they did sign Sam Darnold day one. Again, I think Sam Darnold came in with the idea that he thought he had a 
a good chance at the number two spot. I don't think he would be doing that otherwise. They also drafted Jake Moody, a kicker in the third round, who was 0 for 2 last night in the preseason game. Now, in his in his defense, one of those kicks was like a crazy 58 yarder, but still, uh, using a kicker in the third round, a negative EV move. But when you get not lucky, with Shanahan, not for when Shanahan. you get lucky with Brock Purdy, as I said to Randy Cross, uh, who was just on the show, I go, they kind of lucked into Brock Purdy. He's like, yeah. kinda. He was uh, he was all over that, but to Purdy's credit, he was he had a great uh, window there while he was in. He finished uh, sixth in EPA and his eighty six percent EPA consistency rate, uh, third highest in the NFL. He was he was playing very well. I mean, what do you make of the uh, the rest of the roster stuff the Niners did, Ryan? Uh, so well, first of all, I do think, and we should bring it back, but good old welcome, Matt. John Lynch <laughs> just doing whatever Shanahan says. It's going to slowly turn into a Belichick situation where John Lynch, obviously not the brains of the operation. He's just the guy that picks up the phone. He's got a lot of free time. And I, I worry about some, like when you pick a kicker in the third round and you don't get destroyed, like if Gettleman did that, yeah, the internet would have exploded. No, it, it, and yet John Lynch, he, uh, well, look what he's doing. He's just making smart football decisions over media there. Like, like I, he I, traded I, up for tra- if Dave Gettleman traded up for Trey Lance, oh man, the look internet out. would explode. I, I hate to be a sympathist, but I would say this. I think you're wrong about Sam Darnold. I don't think he came here because he thought he could be the backup. I mm. think he came here because he thought this was actually a legit, not only a rehabilitation stop because the system, but because he fancies himself better than the other two quarterbacks on the roster. You don't think Sam Darnold slinging Sammy D thinks he can beat out a, a noodle arm Brock Purdy, Iowa state, Mr. Irrelevant, Sam Darnold was a high draft pick. Yeah. And, and, and again, and he's had nothing but at remember Adam Gase touched Sam Darnold, Adam <laughs> Gase. He's been in some really bad situations, not making excuses for him, but you put Sam Darnold into this system. We've talked about this with the Browns and some of these systems where the floor is so high, you just need a guy. Yeah, I mean, that's not listen to fuck this. Up. Listen to this Kyle Shanahan quote. Does this sound like Kyle Shanahan is talking about a, a backup quarterback? This is uh, via Michael Silver uh, of the San Francisco Chronicle. Quote: I mean, Steve Young took a while to get going, and he's <laughs> one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I don't like c- to compare anyone to Steve because of how good he is, but why can't Sam be like that? He's got that type of ability. He is that type of person. And I'm just pumped that we could get a talented guy like him here. Where are the quotes where he's comparing Trey Lance to Joe Montana? I I dug around, Ryan. I did not find those quotes. Uh, obviously, the 49ers have a really good roster. It's just an interesting dynamic where the- they're 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 the second favorite in the NFC, yet we still don't really have a good handle on who their quarterback is. Their 49ers did dominate, but they did. They did also struggle at times with top tier quarterback play. Uh, and, and they face a bunch of top quarterbacks in this uh, schedule. Their schedule is really weird. Fifth easiest schedule by win total. A lot of that maybe is from their division, but also negative 20 in net rest edge dead last in the league that the 49ers well, and the story is we didn't really touch on their season last year. Almost oh like, yes, almost like you want to disrespect them because uh, th- it didn't matter because they didn't win the last game, but no. uh, only because they didn't have that third string emergency quarterback. But the if you the story of their season last year is just that they, they they had a streak of health mixed with easy schedule. I think their strength of schedule came out to the easiest depending on how you looked. 
And I, I think at the end of the day, Brock Purdy came in and did exactly what he needed to do. Awesome, awesome story. Yeah. But now we got what? Ten games of tape on him. So uh, I, I think this is where this is they where they had a perfect season last year. Yep. They still have a they they have a great roster. They still have a great roster. Uh, Sands picking a kicker in the third round. They, they All were, of these things are true. But you 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 can't look yourself. You can't look in the mirror. I know our theory is that you don't. Oh shit! What just happened? Well, power surge Wait, in studio. Uh, I think we're still live though. Yeah, we're yeah. we're still good. Uh, I, you can't look yourself in the mirror and say any of the quarterbacks on this team are a plus level. We've we've kind of argued you don't need a plus level, but can you, I still can't look at this team with those guys and say this is a conference favorite? Yeah, and I mean, so that, they, that's, they that's were thirteen I, and four um, last year, uh, thirteen and seven ATS. Their win total was at ten. Uh, they hit the over. Kramer, mm. you had them six and eleven. I had them nine and eight. <laughs> oh, six and eleven. Well, again, it was last year was the same thing. I, I feel Lance. like I feel like our our preview is going to be very <laughs> similar. You have a good roster. You have Kyle Shanahan who. It's interesting. Like he is great at scheming up. Oh, and the nugget I did want to share on the on the, and we'll talk about it more when we go through the schedule. But 49ers play four teams coming off a bye this yeah. year. So again, that's huge. And you mentioned their injury luck. Like it's been consistently bad. I don't know if it's a medical department. I don't know if it's a field. No, no. Shanahan's bad at injuries, but they were yeah. lucky last year in most of the like the the things that make that team tick mostly stayed healthy. And Kyle Shanahan, he is very good at maximizing uh talent from bad quarterbacks and getting wins out of them, but he is very he's Kyle Shanahan just kind of a pussy when it comes oh, no. to no team punted more often inside opponent territory with five or less yards to go than the San Francisco 49ers eight separate times. Wow. San Francisco also tied for most field goal attempts in the red zone on fourth or two or less at six. So I, I th it's weird because he seems question. like a, yes. it is Kyle Shanahan a boomer. <laughs> it, he but, drafts kickers but in he's the third loved round. By the, he lo he's loved by the analytic community. I feel like the film nerd guys love them. Some uh, the scheme guys really get hard. They really do. Stuff. And again, to his credit, the Shanahan system no is, is very good. And, and they, they run the ball and they create easy opportunities for yes. their quarterbacks. I will um, last couple nuggets. And then we'll be on our special guest, Katie Mox uh, calling in here on a second uh, Javon Hargrave. That's a huge defense for the we'll 49ers. Just call, we'll just call her the defense attorney. <laughs> uh their O-line I think outside of the questions at quarterback. I do think the O-line uh ETR has them ranked 20th. Uh really right tackle Colton McKivitz uh starting for it's the first name. time in year 4. Great circled that on the depth chart. McKivitz. Trent Williams is obviously a very good left tackle, yeah, but he's the best. He's been dealing with a bunch of nagging stuff and getting up there in age. So he needs to say, stay healthy. McKivitz needs to show he can play at starter level. Again, I, I, I think I would be optimistic. They got Kittle. Kittle can just block for the first half. Right. Of the and that's why he's always tricky in fantasy, but he's still, an, he may, he's an elite tight end blocker. Yeah. Also an Iowa guy. He is. Stay tuned for our MLDs, oh. AKA most likely uh DJs. Imagine watching Kittle try to place a bet. Did you it wasn't <laughs> there some sort of thing where Kittle fixed the Wi-Fi during draft week? Oh, I'll have to look into this. Yeah. Uh, he he fixed the 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 Wi-Fi for someone. So he might be too smart to get caught.
Um, lot going on, Ryan. Lot going yeah, on. Do like we? It. Is our guest ready yeah, to go? I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's uh, before we bring on Katie. Listen to those trumpets blare. Oh, that's right. I mean, circus sports. The NFL season right around the corner. You got to get in over at the circus sports contest. Fourteen million dollars up for grabs. Eight million in the circus survivor. Can you imagine cashing? Look at those. We got the prizes up now over at YouTube. I just imagine that taking home a giant check, a really badass blue jacket. No rake. 100% payback to players. Again, these prizes are guaranteed. So even if it doesn't work out, Derek's a little short. He's going to find that money. He's going to get you paid. Sign up in Nevada. Play from anywhere. Perfect excuse to take a trip out to Circus Sports and get, uh, yeah, sign up for the contest. Hang out with us. We're going to be there August 24th through the 26th for the ultimate sign up weekend. Bunch of uh, fun events, parties going on over there. Circusports.com. Joining us on the line from CBS Sports and Omaha Audio, Katie Mox. What's happening, Katie? How are you feeling about your 49ers right now? Uh, well, uh, barring, you know, not, not looking at yesterday's preseason game uh, <laughs> with that O-line and t- tough, tough day for the Trey Lance truthers, I will say. But other than that, the vibes are high. The vibes are always high. So we're feeling good. Oh, all right. So th- that sounded very uh, like your eyes were lasers, uh, like Brian Dable looking at the special teams. Coach. So Trey Lance, when does he get traded? Well, he didn't put on a good enough performance to get traded <laughs> yesterday. So I don't know. We might have to hold on to him a little bit longer. But, you know, and everyone kept saying how much better Sam Darnold look. And of course, Sam Darnold's going to look better because he has much more experience. But with all of this back and forth and the Trey Lance truthers going on and on, I mean, he really didn't look improved at all. He had back to back three and outs. Then they started having him throw to the outside, some quick, you know, short passes, try to build his confidence back up. He had a decent drive, but then when he throws it into the end zone and into tight coverage, <laughs> nearly gets picked off, goes to the ground and dwelly a tight end. You know, I love my tight ends. Oh, he yeah. picks it up for a hey. touchdown. It's uh, and by the way, dwelly was kind of off and on. I think he just actually secured his spot on the team uh, this year. But yeah, I mean, oh, Trey Lance, I just, I just. I, you you guys know I've never thought he was the guy, and I still don't. No, and it's tough. we appreciate I mean, that take too. <laughs> how is he ever? <laughs> last year was his chance, and we're gonna give him like a, a red shirt year where he's gonna play. And all right, we'll we'll lose a couple games, but he needs to get that experience. But now, the the Forty ers are almost pigeonholed by their success. Like we, you know, they got to the NFC Championship game. Obviously, they got destroyed in that game. But um, uh-huh. <laughs> but. Uh, like they can't just go, Hey, this is a rebuilding year. We're going to start Trey Lance and see if it works. Like you can't do that. You have your roster around Trey Lance is too good to start Trey Lance. If that makes sense. And Brock Purdy uh, again, obviously that injury, I I thought he would be missing more games, but where are you with Brock Purdy? It sounds like he's going to be ready to go week one. Yeah, look, I think in Brock Purdy, we trust. Oh, um, and, cer- and certainly. And so, well, you know, and I heard you guys. 
I heard you guys, you know, before this. Yes, there's there's 10 games on tape now for for Brock Purdy. But you you don't just go with Mr. Irrelevant, you know, for no reason. And, you know, what we saw in that short sample size last year was pretty amazing. You know, I haven't seen the offense run that well in years. And y'all know I'm a huge Jimmy Garoppolo fan. And you talk about any quarterback can be in this system. That's not true. I mean, Nick Mullins and, you know, CJ Beathard didn't really do that well. Trey Lance hasn't really done that well quite yet. So you have to give some credit guys to the quarterbacks Mm. that do well. Yes, you know, uh, Shanahan is a little bit of a wizard here, but the kid came in, he beat the Dolphins and he beat the Bucks. you know, Tom Brady, the greatest ever do it. Then he went into Seattle and he won a game against the 12th man. And he did win two playoff games, one of them against Dallas, where actually he had more passing yards than any Niners quarterback outside of Joe Montana in a playoff game. So y'all have your Brock hard Purdy t-shirts and then you come on <laughs> and you slander him left and right. And oh, there it is. Ryan there is wearing is. his, wearing his. I refuse to wear mine. After after you know those fighting words the 49ers uh, laid out after the NFC Championship game. But to your point, he did. Yeah. He he did go on a on a great run. I guess uh, oh. looking at that season though, why did why did it come to an end? Because the offensive line couldn't block for Brock Purdy. Oh wow! I think that that is almost a bigger concern than the issues at quarterback is yeah. where are you at with this offensive line? Um, you know, new right tackle, your left tackle Williams is again, perennial, uh, you know, perennial pro bowler there, but he's getting up there in age. How confident are you in the offensive line blocking for most likely Brock Purdy, but Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, whoever ends up uh, getting the reps back there. Yeah, look, I mean, I think you guys hit on it too. Trent Williams is something you're always going to rely on him, even though he's getting older and working through some things. I mean, nobody nobody gets on the left side. I mean, that guy is just incredible. The right side is where everybody gets injured. And, you know, we got rid of McGlinchey uh, and the Broncos paid him a pretty penny. So we'll have to see how that works out for them it didn't i mean i don't i don't know if McGlinchey played um in that preseason game but the online didn't look too great and Russell William, uh, Wilson actually looked absolutely horrible um in the preseason game but i will say that yeah, well, look we're we're hopeful with the right side we'll see how that how that comes up but i do think and yes in the NFC championship game and everybody keeps saying it oh don't have a tight end block for whatever and yeah by the way coaches do that all the time this time it turned out really really bad cost us the NFC championship game um but look i think as long as you have Trent Williams on the left side, you've got at least, you know, half of the side blocked and we're just going to be hopeful for the right side. And I am happy that they got rid of Mike McGlinchey though, because he was way too hit or miss. Yeah. He did seem like a little bit of a liability. Uh, Nicholas in the YouTube chat pointing out Carson Wentz is on the market. Uh, Katie, would you die? I would rather die. I would rather pull myself off a building. That's a great quote. I have been personally victimized by betting on Carson Wentz too many times <laughs> for me to say, and you know, I, Sam Darnold had some good throws yesterday. And again, he should Uh-oh. considering the amount that he's played, but look, I'm still Brock Purdy. Number one. I think that Sam Darnold will be the number two and that Trey Lance, hopefully I think they're going to switch it in the next game. I think that Darnold starts off for the first half and then they give Trey Lance the second half. And I hope that he does better just for, you know, trade value. The internet's gonna explode when Darnold runs with the ones. Oh yeah, in Look preseason out. game Brian, too, you, and you, looks amazing. You famously have Sam Darnold comeback player of the year and Sam Darnold MVP. Yes, yes. you wow. have to be. You have to be kind of uh, dismayed here. The fact that Brock Purdy has is ahead of his schedule with his yes. rehab and looks to have the number one. What job. do you mean? What has changed? 
What has changed? Well, I, I honestly didn't think Brock, well, Purdy, Brock would... Purdy has played better than Sam Darnold ever has in a season. So in a I season, mean... correct. Accurate statement. I, I'm <laughs> my, I just, I don't know if he's back. And I think that the Niners have always been very uh, aggressive in their messaging with his recovery. Uh, even when he's had some pause in how quick he's going to recover. So I think we might be dusting off the old noodle arm mm. Uh mm. Namaker this year and applying it to Brock Hard Purdy. Wow, right. maybe little ED in the bay. <laughs> Something going on in the water up there. Little ED. Uh, listen, Jesus. I I think the problem is Sam Darnold's the best. I, I I don't think Shanahan's had a guy like Darnold. And then you look at that hair; it's very California. He's just traveled a little further up north. He's a SoCal bro, bro. The, the, but the Steve Young boy, quote from earlier was really so much. Shanahan hype. did sound a little in love. So much. What, what about the defensive side, uh, Katie? Any concerns for the Niners? Obviously, Bosa kind of holding out right now. I'm sure he will be playing Week One. But what's your take on the 49ers defense overall? I'm not concerned about the defense at all. I mean, this has been the number one defense for several years now. And I know a lot of people think there's going to be some, you know, regression because we had, uh, you know, Robert Sala and then um, D'Amico Ryan's kind of came up, but he was with the, um, with the system for a long time. And then now you got Steve Wilkes in there, which is going to be a little bit different. And, and yeah, I'm not worried about Bosa getting an extension. I mean, the 49ers have a, a history of, of signing their blue chip players to extensions just the last three off seasons, you look at Kittle, Fred Warner, and then of course Debo last year was a little, um, gave us ever a heart attack uh, for a little bit. And I don't think that's the same thing with Bosa here. He doesn't seem to be worried about it. The team doesn't seem to be worried about it. He's coming off of defensive player of the year. So we do know he's about to get paid. I think he's probably going to be the highest in the position. That's something that runs in the family. Joey Bosa was at the highest of the position. So you know, that that's what they're eyeing to. I'm not I'm not worried about the defense. We got Hargrave from you guys. Uh, thank you, Philadelphia. Uh, I think that's going to be huge traitor. Traitor. for the, well, you got to go where the money is. You got to go where the money is. Um, and so, no, I think, I think the defense is still going to be, you know, one of the best in the league um, to, to your point earlier, I think the O-line and then of course uh, the secondary are always going to be the biggest question marks for the Niners. Uh, I mean, look, I, I think you always got to be concerned when Bosa is thinking he's, he's negotiating on behalf of himself. I mean, we saw the way that what, what, which, what, which brother was getting into it with the Eagles. I guess it was, uh, that, was that was Joey. It was, Joey. It was go- Joey's he- more hot tempered than, than Nick is. <laughs> Nick is pretty even keeled. Nick is the brains of the operation. If they're hard oh, Lord. I, again, they're not, uh, they're not like Rhodes scholars. The so, uh, Bosa something you no. accidentally measure when you're analyzing the K metric, which of course is the distance between the pupils uh, is you notice when someone's just got a massive Cro-Magnum head like the Bosa's <laughs> do. And so I, I don't, I don't know if we want Nick Bosa thinking about anything other than football and ball and getting, getting the ball. So hopefully it's not a distraction, but it's not, your- you know, he's, he's still been working out the same. He's been talking to people on the team. He's not worried about it. The team's not worried about it. Unlike Debo Samuel last year, who really let it be a distraction and wasn't working out the same. I don't think that that's the case with Bosa. I'm, so, he's going to so just come so back we're clear hungry. though, Bosa, but he's, but he's not in the building. He's not in the building. No, no. That, so, but nothing to worry about. No team doesn't <laughs> no. have anything to worry if about. He's, I if mean, he's but, not worried. The deal's going to get done Kramer and you can have me back on when it does. And he becomes the highest paid 
you know, at his position. True. It, I mean, that would be silly if they didn't. Old, maybe, old welcome Matt John Lynch would really screw that one up. Maybe they'll maybe he'll take the Saquon deal where it's incentives <laughs> that really oh. aren't going to happen, and it ends up being the same amount of money. No, you got to lock him up. He's just going to get more expensive. These teams are so dumb. Yeah, no, uh, Bosa's obviously going to be back. The defense should be uh, pretty good, especially with the addition of Hargrave. I mean, I do I do feel like the interior D line was kind of a place you could attack, but now you put Hargrave there. Again, it's almost the same 49ers preview we had last year where I think yeah. they have a really good roster. Shanahan knows how to scheme stuff up. Still not a great in-game uh, decision maker with some of the things. However, they last year it was like, Hey, they have a really good roster, but Trey Lance is their starting quarterback. What's going to happen. I didn't factor in Brock Purdy going on that crazy run there, but they, now they didn't have McCaffrey last year. Yeah, no. Either. And they didn't have Chris yeah. McCaffrey who I haven't talked about, but obviously looked very good there. Brandon. Ayuk wasn't in a contract year, Brandon. Ayuk, uh, and then Debo 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 keeps beating himself up for having what I thought was like a decent year, but he keeps letting everyone know that he had a bad year. Do you think it was the contract stuff that I don't feel like he had that bad of a year, but he seems like he's going on a tour explaining, I'm going to be better than last year. What do you make of Debo coming into this year? Well, one, I love it. Come better, come back better than last year. Even though you didn't have necessarily a bad year, you did cause a lot of off-season drama with your, you know, they they he was at the club and they brought around the Niners things, and he was like, "No, oh. get it away from me," and he's you know wiping the social media and all of the things that he did, and he was, I think, you know, very spiteful about it all, which is the opposite of Bosa, who knows this is getting done, and again, has told people on the team, "I will be there. Don't worry about it." I don't think that was the same. Um, and that's, that's gotta be a distraction. It's gotta affect the way that you're yeah. gearing up for the season and working out. And like Shanahan said, no grown man has ever sent him that many shirtless photos before, but the Debo <laughs> looks really good. And I also think with Christian McCaffrey in town, that's got to level everybody up. Debo used to be the guy, the Swiss army knife. And now Christian McCaffrey has taken that away from him a little bit. Now I, I I'm not going to compare them. They're the different, but kind of the same. When you think about positionless players, I think that Debo wants to show that he is just as good as Christian McCaffrey. So I think that's more of his motivation here is not to let uh, McCaffrey kind of show him up that much. You see Katie letting us know she doesn't stand with running backs, Christian McCaffrey <laughs> positionless. Interesting. Interesting statement. I, I, I stand with running backs, but I think that the way that this is going Kramer is that running backs have to be more positionless. The traditional back, unfortunately, yes, position fluid. Yes. Uh, Kramer. Let's I don't, do I don't know what their pronouns are, but yeah, <laughs> uh, let's get to it. Let's talk uh schedule. Walk through the schedule. Well, I, I, I have a note here from an yeah. earlier preview and it kind of came up in passing and we glossed over it. But mm -hmm. the, the the big difference is they have Steve Wilkes now just sitting mm -hmm. around coaching the defense. And what do we say about Steve Wilkes last year, Sean? Oh, well, he really made some nice fucking uh, burgers out of those piles of shit. Yeah, no, he really really had a nice barbecue. Even considering what Matt well, Rule left left behind. Well, again, yeah, he picked up where Matt Rule left off, and he the the team was totally buying in. Yeah, I I guess I glazed over because. The 49ers, to their credit, had keep losing defensive coordinators, lost Sala, lost D'Amico Ryans, and didn't seem to really like lose a step on the defensive well, side. So I think he'll probably hit the ground running. My argument too is he's more of a grown man than those other guys. Those mm -hmm. other guys were kind of on their way up. This is a grown ass fucking man. Like if there's anyone that's gonna be able to help Shanahan like not be a total buffoon in game. <laughs> I wonder if Steve I wonder if Steve Wilkes could be that guy. I, I, I did I did note it as a very, very critic. Like that's a massive pickup for them. 
And also like, it's annoying that San Francisco gets to be the rehab place for all these awesome coaches. I don't like that. Oh, I, I did see. We also glossed over the fact that we got a Kubiak on the offensive staff and Sean, so it is we got an flag. or we just like the depth charts. We got a, a co-coordinator. So that's, that's also look, look at Shanahan trying to give all the people some, some he's such <laughs> well, a good guy. Why well, put out a, a depth chart? If you're going to put, or like it defeats the entire purpose of a depth chart. It's very annoying. Katie, what Sean's asking you is why the Eagles made five running backs, all starters on their Yes, depth That is stupid. Uh, and I blame the PR <laughs> team. All right, so yeah, wow, PR, you, wow, PR team taking some heat there. All right, <laughs> wow, stay Katie tuned for the most PR li- team. Most likely, we mm-hmm. have thrown a. I think we did get, gave a PR team the most likely to be a DGen for the Saints. All right, you want to talk odds? Yeah, uh, twenty twenty three forty uh, niners odds. Win total sitting at ten and a half. Crazy juice on the over. Make playoffs a staggering minus four fifty. Miss playoffs plus three sixty. Division. Minus one sixty, only four to one to win the National Football Conference, and then ten to one to win the Super Bowl. Ah, uh, how you feeling about those prices, Katie? Well, one, you know, I, I lean on that over ten and a half, but I would rather bet them to win the division at minus one sixty because there's similar odds there, and I just yeah. think when you look at there's so much more upside to betting them to win the division than betting the ten and a half. Like, like it's so hard to get double digit wins. Do I think that they can get eleven? I do, but you look at the Cardinals who are trash, uh, the Rams. <laughs> who like, you know, they sold their souls for that win at home a couple of years ago. And so they're, they're in rebuilding. They're not going to be anywhere close. And then the Seahawks are good. Um, but I think we saw some regression already from Geno Smith. And so it'll be interesting to see what they look like. So the Niners are almost a lock to win the division. I would rather, you know, do the minus one sixty there than to take their win total. Uh, sounds and like, yeah, she had- give me, give me them four to one to win the conference, by the way. Sounds like she has no respect for the division. Apparently, Geno Smith been written back to, so that that's no no longer a concern. I've been, I've right. been writing him back for a while. <laughs> God, he remember, might write back this season. He's got a lot of letters to get back for to. the younger folks. When, <laughs> when when Sean and I were children, we would write letters to random people uh, in the world and call it a pen pal. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Strange times. Now that's just talking to strangers over the internet. <laughs> All right. Let's look at the schedule. First four. Back to back on the road, Sean. That's that's probably Tough not optimal start. for a new quarterback, uh, or maybe mm. Brock Purdy will be ready. I don't know. At Steelers, at Rams, then we have Giants on Thursday night football, and Cardinals at home a week later. Obviously, it sounds like Katie is going six and zero oh in the division based on her confidence. Yes. Maybe, maybe she'll she'll yeah. give a courtesy <laughs> a courtesy <laughs> loss somewhere in there. But I, I mean, what's what's the Shanahan McVay flowchart? I mean, mostly Shanahan owned has his lunch, no, right? No, Shanahan has won every single yeah. regular season game, but of course they beat us in the one that counts. Yeah, so I think you have to almost give them that's two right there in the division. Mm-hmm. Unless Sean Sean's gonna pull out a doozy and say the Rams Rams are frisky at home. I, I do like Rams are frisky at home, but the flow chart. The, I mean, but the Rams, you got to understand that 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 is uh, Levi Stadium South. Okay, that, that they don't have too. a home. They don't have a home game when it's when they're playing the 49ers. Before I, we had Katie on, we were t- we were complimenting them in Las Vegas. <laughs> they did show up for <laughs> yes. the uh, preseason game. Yes. Uh, GameTime.co promo code SGPN. Get those tickets, uh, Niners Nation. I do think at Steelers Week One is a really really tough spot for them. I yep. mean, the idea that 
Brock Purdy's going to be a road favorite against uh, that defense. Non-conference road mm-hmm. favorites, a little sketchy. The only thing that scares me about the Rams game is I feel like back-to-back road games to start the season, and you have to look ahead to the Thursday night spot. That could be tough. I'll probably I'll go three and one here because I do think Thursday night at home against a soft ass Giants team. You got that. Giants will and be then on Cardinals. You should be able to get Giants that will be on a back to back road spot, but they'll be staying out west. So culture mm. build. They're one and zero in mm. those spots in Dable's mm-hmm. existence. So let's just call that out. Two and two for me, Sean. Two, two, and, two. and two. Wow. Two and two. Yeah. Okay, Katie. How say you? Uh, well, I agree with you guys on, on the Steelers. And one, do I want Brock Purdy going up against TJ Watt? No, I do yeah. not. I mean, that guy is an absolute game changer. I mean, that and is a, that, that's a great test for your offensive line. I honestly, yeah. I think yeah. if, even look at 49ers futures, if they can go in and block up that 40, that Steelers front seven and give Purdy, mm-hmm. uh, assuming he makes the start. Uh, plenty of time to throw. I think that's a great sign for the 49ers. But if they struggle and he takes a bunch of shots, yeah. uh, I think that's concerning. Yeah. So, I mean, I do think that, well, look, the 49ers traditionally start a little bit slower too. So I'll give the Steelers uh week one. I think they can win out mm. in the next three games. Mm. I think they beat the Rams easily just because that's what, that's what happens. Yeah, and then the giants is their first home game TNF, but you guys talk about, you know, having road games away, you know, in, to start the season. That is something that's happened with the 49ers for the last few seasons because Levi stadium actually gets so ungodly hot during preseason and in the beginning of the season that you'll notice they will only have night games or they will have um, away games in that front half of the season because for the players on the other side and also the fans, it's like, even if it's 70 degrees outside, it feels like 102. The hashtag is literally faithful to the Bay. And yet we don't have an ocean breeze. At no, the Levi's stadium. stadium is in a uh, weird, what, what weird have we place. Done? Of the- what have we done? What have we done? <laughs> well, the, the, why, by, Levi's Stadium is still in the Bay Area, guys. The Bay Area is huge, and that includes Santa Clara County, which is exactly where the 49ers live now. <laughs> if, if you're near, if you're a, a Bay dwelling, you have to have an ocean breeze. I'm, I'm calling it. Not a meteorologist. Cow- well, there is a breeze, but the way that the stadium is set up, I mean, they just they really didn't expect the sun to beat in like that. Ah. Uh, Era PSI Cowboys Sunday night football. Oh, I like this spot for the Niners mm-hmm. at Browns at Vikings. Another back-to-back road spot on Monday night football. So that mark that as an L. Kirk Cousins in prime time and Bengals yeah. at home mid mid-season bye. That's very kind like of the scheduling that. gods. Like I, I think Sean, <laughs> it, it's tough to be. I mean, this is maybe when the Bengals start getting good, but th- this this stretch yeah. Bengals coming off their bye week too. For what yeah, it's that's worth. one of those when we talked about net rest. Yeah. Uh, Bengals coming off the bye, I, I you got to beat the Vikings, right? Uh, Bengals at yes. home, I think that could be tricky because I think you know Joe Burrow is one of those guys. Even if you get a pass rush on him, those receivers against the 49ers back end that could be a nice matchup for Cle- them. Cleveland's also coming off the bye, and yeah, at Cleveland. Two and two. Yeah, I'm going I'm going two and two. Just because I do think Cleveland matches up okay with them. I Wait, think they take care of the Cowboys. Hold on. I'm pretty sure we probably gave them Cleveland the loss here, Sean. All right. Come on. You can't, you can't lock you can't lock us into exact predictions. I'm going I'm going two and two in this quadrant because I think it's a little tougher than you might think. Katie, what are you doing here? 
Um, I'm going to go three and one here. I think, look, Brock Purdy's already beat the Cowboys um, and he did so in pretty, you know, fabulous fashion in the playoffs. So I think that's a win there. The Browns, I just don't know what this team is going to look like and like what Deshaun Watson is going to look like. Is he going to look like 2020 Deshaun Watson? Or is, and you know, I, I lean towards, and I get a lot of, you know, crap about this all the time. I lean towards when everybody knows your deepest, darkest secrets and what like, uh, you know, gross guy you are. It's really hard to overcome that. You know what I mean? It's like, so I kind of think he's maybe not going to be so great. So I'll say a win there. Uh, Vikings, like you said, primetime Kirk Cousins. You just can't give money to that guy. And I do think that they could potentially lose to the Bengals here. So I'll go three and one again. I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I mean, you got Deshaun Watson and Kirk Cousins back to back weeks. Talk yeah. about the two devil, the devil and the saint sitting on your shoulders. Literally, literally. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, let's I'll, watch it. Let's have a family movie night. <laughs> Deshaun Watson's like, I'm just going to go out and get some uh, taquitos. Be back team, in an team, hour. Team approved massages only. So Kramer, you're two, you're, you got him four and four. No, 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 no. Three and one adjust it. I am okay. going to try to be true. I did. This is a loss for uh, the other. I'm side, going, so. I'm going five and three first day. Katie slightly higher than us. Not surprising here at six <laughs> and two. Surprise. <laughs> Good for you, Katie. Next four, right? All right, next four. This is where it's tough. Coming off the bye at Jacksonville, Bucks at home. Yeah, I I don't know if I would have given the it that now it starts to get tough. Uh slang there. Three road games. At Seattle on Thanksgiving. Love that matchup. Mm. This can be an every Thanksgiving matchup. Uh, if I was I, I'd be fine with like rotational, just awesome ass divisional matchups, maybe three year stretches, or maybe home and homes. That'd be super fun. Then you have at Eagles and Seahawks again. So Eagles and a Seahawks sandwich. Well, I'll mini tell you buy this. for the I mean, Eagles, mini buy for the Eagles. They they're looking at the Eagles game now, so I think they'll be very focused on that game. Well, and and yeah, I think the Eagles won't care about it. That's going to be the best part. That's going to be the total what? Nick Sirianni neg. No, you know, whatever. It's just a uh, regular I mean, season game. Uh, unfortunately, Robbie uh, Gould, I don't think so. Robbie Gould, former yeah. friend of the program, uh, yes. his his quote. But if you make Jalen Hurts play quarterback, no. you're gonna have a pretty solid day on defense. I don't know if that's true, Robbie. I I know you're looking for a team. I know they drafted a third round kicker to replace you, who hasn't looked great in preseason. I will say the Eagles are 100% <laughs> winning that game. I know, uh, according to Shanahan, his wife is not coming to the game because she didn't enjoy her. Reception in Philadelphia, which is a shame. Yep. We should be more welcoming as a city. Why would you say that out loud if you're shame? I know that? you're just you're you're giving the Eagles fans what we want, and that is that we're in your head. I think mm. I think you lose to the Eagles, and then I think oh. at Jags at Seahawks, one of those is a loss. Well, it's the third back-to-back road spot too. Wor- worth noting. I, I I know I listed five games, but yeah. So you have three and four weeks, and that. That uh, it's a back-to-back spot again. So they, they really didn't. The way they clustered the rest disparity against the Niners, not not the best. For two and two. Kramer, how see you? Uh, well, worth noting, Sean. I was gonna get in there, but you were you're blabbing about your Eagles. Mm. Eagles <laughs> coming off the week by week ten. It's then mm. at Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, at Dallas. Yeah. So well, I look think- ahead to a Dallas game. Yeah. Dallas week on deck. Yep. 
but dude, the, 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 the amount of 40 winers that have just, they've the 49ers to their credit have, have, have turned this into a rivalry. I was fine. Just go happy going to the super bowl moving on, but you know, 49ers are petition petition in the league. Oh, you got to change the rules. It's not fair. Uh, We would have won. We just needed a a fourth string quarterback. Like the, the 49ers have created an entire season of bulletin board material for the Eagles. Mm. I think the bills are going to be the toughest game in that spot because you have the Chiefs right in Kansas City revenge game for the Super Bowl letdown spot for the Bills and then you're def they're definitely getting up for the 49ers 100% uh, and Kyle Shanahan even said he was happy they're not playing week one because they're going to have all their guys which if I don't for a guy who's not had great injury luck you are really jinxing yourself Kyle Shanahan by saying week thirteen you're going to be totally healthy not week one like. All time jinx by Shanahan. Kramer, how say you? And Katie is chomping at the bit to respond. Well, I'll let Katie respond. <laughs> the amount that you've been talking, Sean. <laughs> go ahead, Katie. No, no, no. You you go first. Okay, I, I, so I will I will handicap this. My handicap she's, she's waiting. Uh, my handicap is simple here. I, I do think hmm. uh they're gonna have to lose one of those two road games. I think the first hmm. two games are winnable. Note worth noting, Jags also off their bye. Uh, so they don't even get a rest advantage when they're coming off their own buy. I, I think the mini buy could be helpful against the Eagles. Uh, Katie, how have they been against Pete Carroll in general? Uh, well, last year we we swept yeah. them. You know, in, in, in general, that. it's a lot of it's a lot of splitting the season. But last year, the 49ers were six and zero straight up and against yeah, the spread so in division. I, yeah, they dominated. I think it's I think it's conservatively three and two or uh, three and one. Mm-hmm. Conservatively three and one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Katie? I mean, look, I think the 49ers, you know, coming off of the bye, getting the Jags, uh, they should be able to get the win there. The Buccaneers, I have zero faith in what, you know, Baker Mayfield can put together uh this year. The Seahawks, we did sweep the Seahawks last year. I expect more of that this year. So, and we, you know, he went in, Brock Party went into uh Seattle and and one there. So the 12th man wasn't exactly quite as um, scary for our little Brock Purdy. And then when it comes to the Eagles game, yeah, look, we have different perspectives uh, (laughs) on this one, Sean. And, and, and I will say, I don't think it's, you know, as far as like changing the rules and whatever uh, one to say, it's not fair. That's, that's not, (laughs) that's not real. Of course it's fair. This is football. People get injured and you don't have someone to play. That's what it is. But I also think, you know, having it be, it's not like this wasn't a rule before, you know, they're just basically putting it back that you can dress, you know, three quarterbacks. That's not to say, by the way, we have three quarterbacks right now. If Trey Lance went in, in the NFC championship game, do I think we would have won that game? No. Did we have more of a (laughs) chance to compete. Yes. The reality was the Niners did not have a chance to compete very early on in that game. Now, as far as like the bulletin board material, I do think that that goes back and forth, right? Both ways um, in terms of things that the Eagles, you know, players and fans have said, I think there's a chip on everybody's shoulder. The the 49ers players feel like they didn't get a chance to compete. And then the Eagles players are like, why are you guys acting like we didn't earn this win? So I think it's definitely something that's marked on everyone's calendar. I think that health is, you know, the healthier team is going to win this game. I'm of course going to say the 49ers to come back and get that win because I do think we could have won the NFC championship game had that not happened to Brock Purdy. So I guess I'm, I'm giving us four and oh, actually straight in this, uh, <laughs> in this, oh my yep. God. 
Well, and look, the 49ers get better the second half of the season. That's where that's where they start to, to really turn it on. And like you said, yes, Shanahan, we do suffer a lot of injuries, but most of those happen in the beginning of the season. I don't know what he does at training camp, but a lot of these soft tissue injuries happen at the top. So we're going to start to heat up here, fellas. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm, I'm putting it on the calendar right now, uh, November 29th. It's uh, it's it's the Wednesday. We'll be recording the NFL pick show for Week 13. I'll, I'm just making a note for Katie to yes, please to come do. on. Please do. Is that is that coming from your computer, Sean? No, I think is it coming from my computer? The fuck is going on? All right. Uh, I don't hear anything. All right. I hear something. What do you hear? I, it's it's We're echo. looping All right, back. Uh, so move, moving along. So I, I'll change mine to two and two. Actually, Sean, I wanted okay. to chime in there. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna slide. What's, what's causing the two and the two? Jags game? I okay. I I could see it's the it's going to weird things happen to good teams in Jacksonville. I can't explain it. Curse of Urban Meyer. All right, final five: Seahawks at Cardinals, Ravens on Christmas Day at Commanders, Rams at home. Oh man, this is pretty, pretty. This is like, this is why they have a good end of the season every year. Cakewalk. <laughs> Cakewalk. I, apparently, they destroy the Seahawks. Yes. Uh, the Cardinals, like you said, Kyler could be back. Does that, does that random Kyler pop his head up game? Cole McCoy's dealing. Clayton, too. <laughs> so I think, I think three and two. Okay, because I I think three and two is actually fair, just because you do have three division games. I know Katie's optimistic they're going to go undefeated in the division. I mean, to to go back to back undefeated in the division is insane. I get the NFC West is down this year, but I still think you can trip up and lose one of those random division games. And then I think Ravens, even though it's at home on Christmas Day, that's a tough matchup. Like I think. The Ravens do a lot of the similar things that the 49ers do. I think that's going to be kind of be a tough matchup for the 49ers. And while the commanders, I don't think are good going all the way, Oh yeah, you know, to, to the, the East. unfriendly confines of FedEx go, go to the East coast that <laughs> a, as a road favorite, I think that's a tricky spot. So I think three and two is a, is a fair, oh, you're being impartial. very fair. Sean. You're being very fair again. Like they just feel. I, I don't see the a lot of feelings in your project. I don't see the I don't see like the thirteen and four season in the cards for the 49ers. But again, it's hard to say they're gonna suck as much as I would find uh, part of that entertaining because they do. They have a really good roster. They have a good defense. I think their path to success is one. It's really gonna come kind of similar to me, similar narrative as the Jets, right? Like if they if the Jets offensive line is good. Mm. They're gonna have a pretty good season, but you, you know, even more question marks for the Jets' offensive line and Jets' coaching. It's I think a metaphorical for, big butt. I think I think Forty ers <laughs> yeah, big question with Mackay Beckton. Mackay Beckton, but if, if, but if they can, yeah, again, if their if their offensive line is healthy, the Jets will be a pretty good team, a very good defense like the Forty ers kind of toughish uh, schedule, but. I think for the 49ers, you keep uh, the offensive line. That right tackle ends up being a legit starter. I think they're good. If they're if if the season goes sideways, uh, I think it's because the offensive line isn't healthy or you know just the right tackle isn't isn't who they thought he was isn't a isn't a starter. But the I think the the floor for no. this Niners team, like even worst case scenario, even wait. worse even I think worst case scenario. Oh my goodness! 
Packers. What do you think the the bottom of this Niners? The team? worst case scenario is just go back to Week One Bears Niners. Yeah. Remember that game. The worst case scenario is the 2020 season where we lose all of our starters and yes. it's just a miserable season to watch. Yeah, I think I think well, that's a I horrible think, prediction, Katie. Why would no, you say I would that? say it's not a prediction. He's he's saying what, what's the worst thing that can happen? I've experienced it. I would say I, I'm I'm complimenting the Niners oh, wow. as much as it pains me to say like even <laughs> if they lose a bunch of starters, I still think this team wins eight seven games. Like I don't think they high have floor. yeah they have a very high floor. I think can you the, see a world where they miss the playoffs? Yeah. No. <laughs> I love how he answered at the same I will, time. I will say, as much as uh, I I uh, like to to disagree with guests, I kind of agree mm-hmm. with Katie. It does seem like it's the floor is. But quite do you high. like do you it's, like taking make playoffs at minus four fifty? No, no, no. It's Sam yeah. Darnold high. That's how high the floor is. <laughs> All right. So what did we get a final prediction for Katie or final nope, five wait, no, prediction from Katie? Katie's oh. ten and two. You, coming you were in talking here. that whole time. Yeah, have I was, some manners. I was giving my prediction. <laughs> I have them going ten and seven. Kramer, you also have them ten and seven. Interesting. Uh, Wait, yes. all that you got them going ten and seven? Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, I, well, I get. I think. Yeah. I think they have. Katie, if they're ten and seven, they're gonna make the playoffs. Just most Sean. likely, yeah. You know, there's, yeah. there's tiebreaker situations where they might not get in. <laughs> in the but I'm not. I'm not laying minus four fifty to bet on them to make the. No. All yeah, right. No. So, what? No. How do you? How do you see them? Final five, Katie. Five and zero, oh, yes. obviously. Yeah, let's. I, I'll give them one loss to the Ravens. Um, I do think that that is that is a tough one. Obviously, the Cardinals. You guys were talking about Kyler Murray. This one is. It's interesting to me because I, I don't think the teams really tank in the NFL necessarily like they do in the NBA. But let's say the Cardinals get off to a horrendous start, which I believe that they will. There's no rush to bring Kyler Murray back, so I don't really think we necessarily see him. If somehow the Cardinals are good, then they may be more um, inclined to bring him back. But no, I don't think that that's going to be uh, a win there. So I'll, I'll give them one loss there. And it's it's possible. And the, the Niners do have the most traveling of, you know, uh, miles. I think actually the Seahawks have more than they do. So they might be tired here come mm. the end of the season. Mm, yes. I know they do like the heat up. So it's possible they have two losses there, but <laughs> I'll just, I'll just say one. She a very conservative 14 and three for the Niners. <laughs> I love, I love Katie. Cause I'm sure my Eagles prediction will be similar. I'll be yes. like 15 and two, <laughs> maybe 16 and one. We'll see when we this get to is- it. This is the time of the year where anything is possible, and you know you're you're a lot higher on your team than uh, than not. Hope springs eternal. All right, Katie, what are uh, what are so future bets? Are you going conference? Are you going Super Bowl? Even as we pointed out, those prices are horrible. But uh, mm-hmm. how far do you have them going? What kind of do you have any uh, like uh, fun player props you like? Oh yeah. Well, one to win the conference at plus three sixty. We like that. And again, when you're looking at the win totals, if you're going to, you know, do the minus one sixty, you might as well just go to win the division. There's just much so much more upside there. Um, yeah. Well, I like Christian McCaffrey to win offensive player of the year. Now he is the favorite. When I locked this in, it was a plus eleven hundred. I'm not sure what it is now. Fifteen hundred now. Fifteen hundred. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, first of all, I mean, and, and take him over on his rushing touchdowns too, which is just so crazy. They have it that that line at six and a half. He averaged 111 scrimmage yards per game last year, 73 rushing, 39 receiving. He scored a combined 13 touchdowns on 20 touches per game. Eight of those rushing touchdowns um, came on the ground. Excuse me, touchdowns came from rushing. 
there's just no way that he gets under six and a half this year. And, you know, to think about what he did, people, he was so impactful last season that people forget that he was a midseason trade. Think of this guy. I can't remember what player said it, but they said if Kyle Shanahan could create a player, it would be Christian McCaffrey. Oh. And just thinking about him in this offense for an entire season and all the things you can do with him. I love him for offensive <laughs> player of the year, um, but probably my favorite bet. And y'all know I do love uh, a George Kittle and a um, tight end bet, but George Kittle touchdowns over five and a half. This is priced at plus oh. 110. First of all, he had 11 regular season touchdowns last year. Seven of those came with Purdy at center. You know, this Iowa, Iowa connection. I don't know what they're doing in the corn out there, but this was a <laughs> career best for him last year. Should Purdy play through the whole season? There's just no way that George Kittle is going under five and a half and you're giving us plus money here. So I love George Kittle over the five and a half. I love McCaffrey over his rushing touchdowns. I love McCaffrey um, offensive player of the year. And of course I like the Niners to win the conference at plus three sixty. A lot, a lot to unpack there. That, that George Kittle, uh five and a half touchdown line. That's Sean's Eleanor, but just mm. the, the, he can't get that one. Right. When he's high on Kittle, uh, he's wrong. When he's low on oh. Kittle, he's wrong. I feel like that's Follow also me. been, I'm he's always only, right on Kittle. Well, he's only had one <laughs> season where he's done more than five touchdowns. If I'm yeah, not no, mistaken. it was last so, year. Other than that, 30. he had yeah, and, and, and to, to other, other thing, real quick to unpack there, uh, as as Katie was uh, just lushing over Christian McCaffrey, it made me think uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. We oh. there, there, there's a Fifty Shades of Grey movie poster Photoshop oh. with McCaffrey. Uh, maybe Katie. <laughs> might. There's nah, so we, many things you can do with Christian McCaffrey. What, Trey I, Lance I, is the other face. I, I think. like uh, to Katie's point, offensive player of the year. I I oh, think makes you sense. Have to, but but. To me, and I gave this out early on when we were doing our futures episodes. If there is someone that could win MVP that is not a quarterback, I think Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I think it's no, down to a hundred to one. I, I gave it out at two hundred to one. <laughs> the logic being, I mean, we don't. I, I'm nominating that for like CLV flex of the office. Yeah, it really <laughs> was <laughs> closely line value uh, at Sean T. Green, uh, where sharps go to hang. I think the fact that he is 200 to one, or at least was, was what I gave him out. Um, I think makes a ton of sense because to Katie's point, like the 49ers offense, you could imagine where, okay, let's say Purdy's out there. Maybe Purdy gets a little banged up. Maybe Darnold comes in for a little bit. Maybe we get randomly two good Trey Lance games. And this 49ers offense ends up being the number one seed. While I don't see that at 200 to one, that's interesting mm. enough Yeah, because uh, Christian McCaffrey carrying the offense uh, to a good season and, and showing like, and not having the quarterback support. Cause usually it just goes to the quarterback. If the offense is really good, this is actually the one year I think it could happen. Obviously I'm on the under 10 and a half wins. I just think 11 when you're laying the juice is too high. As far as a division bet, I like the 49ers and Rams because I'm quietly higher than market on the on the Rams to finish mm -hmm. one two in any order at plus four seventy five. That to me is a fun one, just because I like fading Seattle and the Cardinals <laughs> in this division. I'm not a Geno believer. I'm looking to fade Geno. I understand okay. the the holes in the Rams case, but those are my those are my favorite bets. Kramer, All what right, do just you got? A couple of things I wanted to point out. One, um, I think. If you like them to win the conference, you can bet them to be the one seed at plus four sixty. Mm. It's slightly yes. better price. Yes. Uh, to me, that makes more sense. Take the playoff variance out of it. That could could maybe people are thinking they're going to start slow because the coach said they're not going to be ready until week thirteen. Uh, 
I also would would suggest taking the over in the division wins. What's that at? As much as I wanted to be a hater, I mean, you look at this. We went through the entire schedule, and how many losses? You're the hater. How many losses did they lose in the division for you? Did you have one division loss? No, I I think they'll probably be five and one, four and two. Sounds about right because they they match up well. To Katie's point, like they, I mean, they really own the. Katie, how many did they lose last year? Zero. Zero point zero. Zero, zero. zero straight up and against the spread. That's what I'm saying. I think as impressive as that was to run it back, back to get back years so, is unprecedented. In yeah. The so, NFL. so my take is it, instead of playing the because I, I, if you like the over. And I, I think even if you like the under, I'm going to stab over four and a half wins because it's plus oh, one division because it's plus one sixty five. And, and honestly, if you like the over, that's a better way to play it. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to add that to Katie's pile. Yeah, of put that on Katie's I, pile. I, I think well. she likes that. Yes. I, yes. I, al- I also, I will uh, 100% I agree with you with the rushing prop. And I actually went to go ch- add that to my sheet because Christian McCaffrey, like Bijan Robinson's at eight and a half. An elite <laughs> running back should be at eight and a half. Mm-hmm. So w- w- whatever his price is, did you say six and a half? Yeah. I think I mean that's that's insane. I, I see some seven I see some seven and a halves with some juice, but so you can even get some positive juice on over seven and a half. Uh Sean, that that to me is a lock. I mean, we we there's no way he gets to his plus 15, like his, his second favorite price of offensive player of the year without scoring if 15 to 20 total touchdowns. Yeah. I, I'm going to take that as well. Give me, give me C Mac over six and a half and then, rushing touchdowns. And then my, uh, my top two exacta, which by the way, these are all in all, these are my most fun division bets. Yeah. The, the, hmm. the, the fact that they just give us the exact, like don't make racing. us scroll through it all. I'll actually go. I kind of, I kind of, as we, we, we join, I mean, what, what'd you get the price on the, the Niners Rams Niners and Rams finish one, two, at plus four seventy five. Oh, Okay. Okay. I'll take that too. I, so here's the crazy thing about that one. I, I, I was fully poised to come in here, hate the, hate the Niners and go Seahawks Rams 12 to one top. Oh, wow. Division. But then we walk through the schedule and say, like, it's, it's yeah. really hard. It's really hard to make it so that both those teams pop ahead. It's like one team's gonna maybe pop ahead of the Niners. Unfortunately, after going through the work, it doesn't seem. My the problem is I'm high on Darnold. That's the problem. Like even if Darnold's the quarterback, Darnold sucks you back in. Uh, even if, well, and that's and put those on my sheet. Darnold comeback player of the year. Hilarious that Sam Darnold is is the thing that sways you. Well, so damn Darnold comeback player of the year. I got it at a hundred to one, Sean. Oh. You can still get it okay. out in the wild at sixty to one. Mm. I like. Yeah, that. I mean. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> that's crazy. Why? Demar Hamlin has not played a regular season snap yet. Although he might have already won the award. <laughs> yeah, he um, played the game. Come yeah. on. I, I'm also going to take Sam Darnold MVP at 150 to one. Okay. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, laugh. If they're the one seed and Sam Darnold plays 12 games, Christian, watch out. Christian McCaffrey is the MVP. What? Well, not if Sam Darnold looks good. You see the way he was slinging that rock in the preseason, <laughs> right? According to Trey Lance fans, preseason completely. Meaningless. Oh, it doesn't matter. No. All right, Got now it. the bet that everyone has been waiting for: our prediction for the MLD, aka the most likely DJ, aka who hypothetically could get busted in the 49ers organization for betting on the NFL or, or breaking whatever the NFL's code of conduct gambling, getting in trouble. Kramer. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start? 
Uh, happy to start. Who do, do you got? Well, w- there's been a little bit of a. I don't know if you've seen the pattern this off season. Full hmm. blown controversy in the state of Iowa, and most oh, importantly, on the campus of Iowa State. And most importantly, oh. in the offensive meeting rooms at uh, uh, Iowa State. And I think I said Ohio State by accident the first time. And even more importantly, in the quarterback room. Oh, now okay. We heard <laughs> we heard Randy Cross tell us directly. Well, boy, if Brock Purdy's taking the offensive line out, it's probably to Golden Corral. Oh, might be looking to make a couple bucks. We've also heard how <laughs> cerebral Brock Purdy is. Yeah. So you're telling me the smartest guy in the room was not observing. Mr. Decker's placing these seven dollar and sixty five cent bets and not what telling would Jesus, that action. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? <laughs> this is a highly religious guy. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't Carrie Underwood have a song about Jesus? And li- <laughs> Jesus li- liking to let it ride. I, I think I think Jesus would let it ride. Look, he wants to he wants to take his offensive line out for a nice steak, not Golden Corral. Yeah, he's still on that rookie. He's on the seven year rookie deal. He needs to make a couple extra bucks. Anyone on the twenty twenty one Iowa State oh, roster is is one hundred percent gambling. They were pooling right. their money. They're putting parlays in together. Who knows if he actually had an account, but. Listen, Brock Purdy, you might have a little noodle arm. Might mm-hmm. need, doctor might say, "Hey, take it down. No throwing." Did you this see week. one of the guy, the Iowa State guys' names was like just one letter. Uh, his fake name was like one letter off. It was like Croc Dirty. Oh well, we've gone from ah. like uh, we've gone we've gone from he's he they're just making these innocuous innocuous bets to they may have been throwing games or attempting to. <laughs> well, they were poorly. betting. Ag- they were betting against themselves and well, then still winning well, the game and the losing part. the bet. It's, it's like really a true funny. college kid doing a job, doing a horrible job at it. just <laughs> for a failure. All right, my MLD. I'm going to the front office. Uh oh. Mm. Give me CEO Jed York. Yes. That's right. Yes. C- Jed York uh, also being sued for insider trading. No. Listen to this. Uh, York and other directors of Chegg Incorporated are accused of concealing the company's role in helping college students cheat online. That's right. Uh, so basically, he he was uh, he was uh, one of the founders of this company where Chegg uh, would send these kids instant answers during the pandemic to help them beat their online tests when everyone was working remote. Their sky their stock skyrocketed. Uh, it, the skyrocketed uh, stock price peaked at one hundred thirteen dollars in February twenty twenty one. Currently. Trading at less than eleven dollars, uh, York and the Chegg CEO allegedly unloaded the stock and uh, got out. So you know maybe maybe like the quarterback rules, um, you know the SEC will come in fix things for the 49ers, but I, I not actually, looking good for old Jed York here. Sounds like a guy who uh, knows how to break the rules and also get caught. Uh, couldn't agree with you more on this one. I'm going to go <laughs> Jed York as yes. well, and let's. Let's not forget who his uncle is, Eddie DeBartlo, who oh. was, you know, <laughs> lost the team because he had a, you know, for he paid four hundred thousand dollars to a former Louisiana governor in exchange for a riverboat gambling oh. license. All right, so he comes from DGen stock, and uh, fun fact, also Trump, Trump pardoned. Uh, Eddie DeBartlo <laughs> Jr. Uh, for his gambling fraud conviction. So. Look, if it if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, 
Katie, Katie coming over the top with some great. I mean, Eddie DeBartlow. Uh, I didn't without even knowing his backstory. Immediately. Oh, it's a great. Immediately, DJ DeBartlow. I I don't want to. I did actually click on the article and and go a little deeper into the Chegg thing. It it Mm. doesn't. I don't want to mean to seem like I'm defending the guy. It doesn't seem like they knowingly were giving out the answers. It seemed to be a flaw in their. System. system and then sure. when they realized when once people found like they thought they were just doing well but in reality kids were starting to pass the word that you could get the test answers here and then they realized that we're like oh shit let me get out of like sell the stock because we're doing really well that was the part they were like crooks Ryan Kramer, attorney at law for Jed York. No, no, no. Uh, no here I, is defense no, case. I, listen, I, I'm as an Italian guy, you don't want to, you know, directly. All right, uh, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Of course, uh, Kramer and I have the 49ers going 10 and 7 just on the under there. Kramer with his Darnold MVP, comeback player of the year. Uh, 49ers Rams exactly. We both like that one plus 475. McCaffrey over six and a half rushing touchdowns. We both like that. I got McCaffrey uh, 200 to 1 MVP. Katie, I mean, we had to adjust the font size to get all of Katie's best. <laughs> over 10 and a half wins. Division minus uh, 160. Conference uh, 4 to 1. Uh, offensive player of the year 15 to 1. Over six and a half rushing touchdowns for McCaffrey. Kittle over five and a half rushing touchdowns. Over four and a half to Vision wins, Kramer and you both like that. Fourteen and three, and uh, Katie and I both like Jed York. Uh, dropping some great uh, Jed York knowledge. Kramer uh-huh. going with the Iowa State connection there with Brock Purdy. And uh, it just real quick, J- Josh, just use any picture of Jed York where he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> he really, that, yes. should, that should work. Yeah. He really nailed the DJ look. Well, Katie, appreciate you calling uh. in as always. Uh, follow Katie on X, aka Twitter at Katie Mox. Oh, Subscribe <laughs> to uh, the Pick Six podcast, and uh, of course, uh, yeah, check her out on Omaha Audio with Moxie Betts. Katie, appreciate the time. Thank you, guys. Always fun, and I will, uh, yes, pencil me in for Week Thirteen, baby. Mm. Look out! Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean. Stack the money green. He's Ryan. It's interesting how off-putting X is to people. (laughs) Kramer, let it ride.